Welcome to another episode of the Play and Art Podcast. We're here once again around the Red Kitchen table and so excited to be here. Um, I thought I'd bring a little something that happened to me this week that I thought was interesting. Um, I was meeting with a group of students and uh, future teachers and had this interesting conversation with them that I've been thinking about all week. So I thought it'd be good to to bring to our our space here. Um, I was asking them to come up with some new ideas for lesson plans and two or three of them said to me actually, well, I can't think of any ideas, Dr. Sakelli, unless it's on Pinterest or it's already a lesson plan that's been developed. Um, and I was a little bit shocked by that, I have to say, um, but I know we rely so much on um, other people's lessons ideas and the internet um, definitely to come up with ideas. So I thought it was interesting and I, my next class, um, I just literally put a couple of random objects on the table. I actually asked them to all pick out just an object without telling them what was happening. And we, we looked at these, these objects, whatever they were, and we sat there, which I thought it would take about 10 minutes, but it took about 45 minutes actually, just brainstorming different things based on these objects. Um, and it really was a great brain exercise, I guess. Um, to start to start thinking about different possibilities and the fact that we can come up with our own lessons, right? Um, I think we so rely on Pinterest and other things, which you know drives me crazy. Um, but as we sat there brainstorming, there was hundreds of lessons we came up with just with these this group of objects that they had in front of them. Um, so I thought I would I'd bring that up a little bit um, and see what you you think about their. Uh, <laughs> their their lesson their lack of lesson ideas is that something that you uh you encounter <laughs> <laughs> yes uh how do we come up with lesson ideas i guess too i i think fundamentally um our teaching needs to show or 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 instill the belief that anything can be art mm -hmm. so the question is how do you do that and um, I find in concrete ways of showing students that um, they are full, filled with ideas, they are, are full with great plans, um, yet they don't have the opportunity to show it or to express it because nobody cares. Nobody's interested in the school system. So as they grow up, we're interested in taking notes on the teachers. We are interested in um, following uh, the correct paths. So nobody really asks us for our own ideas and they tend to vanish, but yeah. they really don't. So in art class, this is our task, our main task is, is to um, to show the kids in concrete ways that they have great ideas. And uh, the most common, of course, is the, the um, idea book um, where the kids collect their, their daily lives, their daily observations, their daily collections, um, where they have the opportunity to go places, do things, take notes on their place, take notes on their renovation of their rooms. And soon this, this little or... or um, 
um, this, this small idea book becomes filled like a telephone book. Yeah. And here it is in front of me. How can you possibly say I have no ideas when you just rewrote the telephone book? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you have to sh show them, I feel, in, in concrete ways uh, such as this. Um, by taking notes, by sharing it with others in the show and tell, by having them lead the class with their ideas or even begin the class with their ideas mm -hmm. and not the teacher's ideas, um, the, the less dependence on the teacher's ideas and the more, um, uh, more um, uh, uh, power that you give and, and show the kids how many uh, great ideas they do have. So writing it down, um, constant shopping and showing the results of finding things, whether they're small street finds, sidewalk finds, seasonal finds. Um, this is a problem I'm finding. I mean, these are the kids who are growing up in these classrooms, right? Going, growing up in classrooms that are very structured. And are not allowing for this for this openness for these discussions for this amount of creative thinking so it's very hard you know i see it when i teach 2d design that my students sometimes are amazing at drawing exactly what they see but you ask them to come up with an idea and they don't have one right they they want an answer and they're so used to that mathematical way of thinking that there's an answer how do i how do i do this teacher right how do i get that answer um and so it's hard to come into an art education environment I feel like and come up with ideas right and I think it's really important to use the students as a resource that's a huge part of this um, but it's also a problem if that as teachers it's hard to come up with ideas I think that's that's a little bit of my struggle this week is that you know I talk to them a lot about asking the students and having those you know letting the artists in your class, you know, be the ones that come up with these ideas. And we've got to do that or else they'll be the next generation of teachers that have the same problem. So really important. And yet, like, it's hard for a group of adults to say, well, I don't, I can't come up with an idea. I need Pinterest. I need, you know, a lesson plan exchange. I need all of these things because I can't come up with ideas. And, and my biggest thing in this is I said, okay, let's look at the items on this table, right? Let's come up with some ideas together. And I think if you're doing this with a K through 12 class, that's important too, right? Let's just, you know, right here, we've got, you know, a pair of your glasses, for example, right? That's on the table. Well, what are some of the lessons we can come up with based on, you know, um, based on different glasses and, you know, eyewear and, you know, all kinds of, you can keep going from that, but just starting with something simple, a simple object like that and being able to build on that. Um, I think we need kind of more of these exercises, if you will, or more of this thought process um, in what we do. You, you need to, uh, I feel, uh, to show kids the, that art is magic, that art is transformation, that art is redesigning, uh, that it's, it's rethinking, it's about the new, about the different. So in essence, art classes have to really mirror being different or, or, or really um, show in every instance, not to get their manner of teaching, their ways of conveying information and ideas from other classes 
that we need to be this other part of school. And uh, the question is always, how do other teachers do it? How do other classes do it? And then don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what can we do differently? Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's a question that uh, not giving grades by praising students in art, but empowering students. Um, I always remember your daughter coming home once and, and saying to us that uh, she has this wonderful art teacher. And I was so happy. And <laughs> she said, yes, she has great ideas. She knows everything. She has the best ideas. Mm -hmm. And then there's a down, quiet period. <laughs> <laughs> where I said, oh, no. <laughs> so you don't want your students to think that you have all the ideas, you have the best ideas, and they mm -hmm. have none. So the whole art class needs to be about empowering students and giving them opportunities to take the lead, to show that they have great ideas, uh, to feature those, those ideas in class that the students bring to the class. Yeah. So, you know, asking yourself, what can the students, how can they be empowered, what can they bring to the class? And it has to be started in elementary school at the earliest grades, because the higher they go, it's just like my graduate students coming to me. I can't think, what do you want me to do for my master's? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do for my doctorate? So it's, it's, it's a question of teaching very early intervention in this, because kids come to you with a storehouse of these great ideas and not ashamed and not hesitant to share it with you. And then the rest of schooling is we have a lesson to do. We have goals to meet. We have uh, assignments to do. And, and, and uh, uh, your ideas will have to wait. Yeah. No, the art classes is about children's ideas. Well, and I think we're doing our students a huge disservice when we're, you know, just teaching them the skills of how to mix colors, how to, you know, and I'm seeing this a lot, um, you know, the how to's of things, right, which I'm not, I'm not saying anything against, but if that's all that we're teaching them, and we're not teaching them really how to be thinking as creative people. Um, and I know we go back to this a lot, but I think it's, it's really important part of all of this, right? Um, when we talk about play, for example, right, we're teaching them really to be creative people and use those plays, um, you know, as part of their, their art practice, um, because that's how, we, that's how we think things out, right? That's how we come up with ideas. Um, if you ever, you know, watch a young kid play, that's how they're developing their ideas um, that can make it into other art projects and other parts of their lives. And it's not, I think it's not just about the art room too. Like these skills that we're giving them, you know, can empower them for all parts of their lives. Um, it's really important, I mean, to, to allow this space for them to, for their ideas to matter. Art teachers have to believe that their subject is the most important in school. Mm -hmm. And today it is. Yeah. It will, no, it will not be recognized immediately or, or in, maybe not in the near future, but the art class is the most important class in school. Yeah. And um, um, it, it's, um, uh, 
Yeah, there's yeah, it's a problem that we're not um, we're the specials area, right? Where the other um, the, you know every school has a different word for it, but basically it's the the extras um, that it's not it's not valued in that same way. So I think. Um, it is important to understand what we're giving them. And we're not just there for other subjects. Um, I think that's a trap we fall into a lot of times. We're like, oh, well, we're going to help the social studies teacher do this lesson or the science teacher do this lesson, right? And we kind of lose track of our own, um, our own subject and our own self within this. And I think that's a huge problem in that um, we're not their support. And once you become that support, um, you lose value. So, you know, understanding that we have our own curriculum, our own things we're wanting to give um, our students is, I think, really important. Where there is an obsession of in school of playing teacher and of giving uh, education being giving them, teaching them, showing them how to do. So what do you expect at the end of that? People who are enabled, who are disabled, and they cannot think for themselves. And um, um, uh, learning from them is, is, is really what we're trying to do in, in, in uh, art, and we're trying to give time to them to express all these wonderful ideas and have the um, courage to see the school day as giving. Uh, right. to the to the uh, to the class every student is special and they give to the class great ideas and great possibilities mm-hmm. and um, once the teacher takes charge it's homogenized you know there, there's one idea floating around there's one lesson there's one way of doing things and so choices possibilities come from the kids yeah. And um, uh, we are afraid to hand over the classroom to the children. And as long as that persists, uh, we're going to take charge. And when we take charge, we narrow the path to one, one correct answer, one solution, <laughs> one idea being uh, solved. Yeah. When you can have 20 ideas and 20 possibilities coming from everyone. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part is I see teachers really with this need to take charge, with this need to instill these concepts and um, things into their students instead of really allowing for things to come out kind of naturally um, and to really seize those moments rather than saying, okay, this is, you know, this is the I can statement, which we get a lot of in, in, in our schools, right? This is what you're going to be doing today because, you, you know, it's on the board. This is what you're going to be learning. Well, that's not really fair to say, you know, in a statement, this is what you're going to be learning before you actually have the experience. Well, that, that's kind of ridiculous to me. You know, you're learning through that experience. So, um, yeah, the structure is very education-based. It's very... Um, you know, college of education based. And I think um, we often forget ourselves. I always have my students write a mission statement in in my classes because I think it's really important. Um, And it's something to come back to in like five years, right? Um, After you've been teaching in the education system for a little while and say, okay, am I still doing these things? Like, are these things still important to me? Um, Is this really where I'm going? Or am I kind of being uh, sucked into what's happening around me, especially if you're the only art teacher in an elementary school, right? That can often happen. So kind of going back to 
um, you know, what your beliefs are, which I think is important, um, and not to get lost in that in that system. I believe that children have, students have the best ideas. And I believe that I trust my students to come up with great ideas. The more of that uh, freedom is, is um, instilled and we're building on those student ideas and less concerned about um, this supposed um, correct ways of doing things, showing them the, the proper paths, our way of doing things, the way we learned to do things. Um, what we're doing basically is uh, you have teachers who have, by and large, had very little art in their lives, coming to college, taking studio classes, and unfortunately, that becomes the basis of their art teaching. And studio classes, as we well know, they are emulations of what the teacher does. Mm -hmm. There is always one correct path. You can tell which class comes from, which artwork comes from which teacher's class. Um, and there is no time from kindergarten to art school where you listen to the kids and you um, um, uh, have them find their directions and to open it up to the class. Not really, you know. There's no time to listen to children in school. There's no time for children to express their thoughts and their fantasies and their dreams. And their. Uh, my teacher never knew I was a pest collector. I collected stamps. Um, I painted my wooden soldiers, never knew about my art because nobody, you know, I was very seldom asked. I was told a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was instructed a lot. I, I was directed a lot. Then it happens again in college, though, because we have all these foundations classes that are basically going over the same things we're doing in K through 12. And it takes, you know... You're already, you know, 19, 20 years old before you get to make your own art. And then what? You haven't had the... They're still asking for how do I do things because they've been so used to that that it's so hard as an artist to realize you're going to be in your own studio space one day and there's not going to be a teacher standing there saying to you, you know, this is what we're doing today. You're going to actually have to come up with your own ideas. And how does that work? How many times have you heard in your observation, and we're, you and I are in school quite a bit, where class comes in and students are asked, what did you bring? What do you want to do today? What are your thoughts about uh, mm -hmm. uh, what you brought in? What are the possibilities in your idea book? Uh, no, <laughs> what you hear is, go look on the board, this is the lesson, this is what we're going to do mm -hmm. today. So, um, if we continue teaching the way other teachers teach, there is no need for art in the schools because we're not serving the real need of the school is, is to teach independence. Yeah. Yeah. Artists must be independent thinkers. Independent thinkers design our future, create our future in every field. And unless we are the ones who promote this independent thinking, and respect the ideas of our students. There is no need for art in the school. 
to give formulas to, to teach how to do. I can get that on YouTube. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I, mean I think that's important to realize. You can get that on YouTube. If you need it. But why would, you know. Why yeah. Would no, you, I'm just saying. I mean, if you, if you feel like you need to just teach how, the how-to. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very easy to just find a video on how-to that's not really inspiring. That's not doing anything. Um, it's just teaching you a, a skill. Um, which is not something, you know, which is different. At this point, we're teaching kids in art, in college, in elementary school, in, in, in public school, millions and millions of things that they're going to have to unlearn for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And life is too short for that. Yeah. So we cannot set up situations in an art class where it has to be unlearned. When it's really not the way art is done, but it's this pretend um, uh, copy of, of other teachers and the way they work, and we apply it to art classes. Yeah. So don't look next door to your other colleagues and how they work. You are a unique person in that school, and your way of teaching, and your way of paying attention to the kids and letting them take the lead. Um, and not being obstructed by um, any um, 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 old theories and 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 uh, um, time-worn ideas. I mean, has art has the projects basically changed at all from a no. hundred years ago? No. Have art the classes art world has really changed, changed yeah. at all? Uh, so this is a, a huge, huge problem, yeah. and, and and we are going to to fade from the requirement of of education if we don't take a stand and say we are the most important class in school, yeah. and this is why, and you have to write it on your classroom door, on your windows, and signs, and placards, let everyone know that this is the subject. Well, I, I think that's a good place to end because I'm going to restate. I wrote it down because I thought this was, was so great what you said just a, just a minute ago. Um, I don't know if you know the podcast, This I Believe, but it's one of my fav favorites kind of. Um, and you, you said, just to let you know, I believe students have the best ideas and I believe in teaching students to come up with their own ideas. Um, I feel like we should make posters or something based on that. That's a really important statement and one to kind of end with and to live by. Um, yeah. Look at your lesson plans. And I, this is terrible to say, but tear them up. <laughs> and, and think of ways where the students can plan. Yeah. They need to learn to plan. And the elementary school, the youngest kids come to you already. They, they have ideas. They have plans. But yeah. nobody cares or embraces them. Where, of course, they, they're going to disappear because that's not the way to succeed in school. That's what we're showing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. We hope you have a good week. And thanks for uh, tuning in.